The views expressed in the podcast you are about to listen to are the opinions of the presenter and the cast. None of us are official representatives of the companies we work for, and we are in no way responsible for what we say. If you are offended or otherwise afflicted by these opinions, please push the unsubscribe button in iTunes and go do something else. Animation Conversation bi-weekly podcast recorded April 14th, 2011, show number 72. My name is Alan Dahl-Saxaug and I'm here with my good pal Will Ashurst. Hello. Just, Just the two of us. Yeah. Yeah. Just the two of us. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> um, you have that golden voice that never fails us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every, every intro you manage to come up with a song that fits the mood. <laughs> Just perfectly. <laughs> Romance is a mood this time. Yeah. So uh, we had our recording schedule for yesterday, and Carl was uh, way ahead of us and actually um, remembered, and we didn't. So uh, we're doing it today, and he can't do it today because he's on, with a, you know, on a date with some girl he met at the last animation meetup. I thought he didn't meet her on the internet. Oh, it could be one of those. I think he's going through the alphabet. I think she's called Astrid. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, I think we can have fun without him. It's going to be yeah. a bit shorter because he talks and talks. And, no. <laughs> um, this week we're doing. Uh, yeah, you can say what we're doing today, actually. Yeah, it's what the, the news, um, which is yeah, the news, of course. <laughs> and then this week we got we got a, a classic animated. It's a double feature uh, because we were frame by frame this week, and so we got to see the Illusionist. The sort of Shawmay film and a cat in Paris. I I can't remember the name of the French translation. Do you know it? Uh, well, I can't pronounce it that for sure. But uh, no. it says "Un vie de chat." No, it's made by La. La oh God! <laughs> I can't. I'm, my French is terrible. Jean Le Felicioli and Alain Alain Gagnol. Yeah. Gagnol. <laughs> I don't know. It's made by the the French company that um, La Oh dear La Fo- I was going to say La Fromage, but that's cheese, isn't it? <laughs> follow my, follow, follow my We'll put up a link to their website. But they they also help produce um, Michael Dudong Devitt's film uh, The Monk and the Fish. So they've they've been around since 1980s, haven't they? Yeah, big big studio in the south of France. I never saw the monk and the fish uh, till uh, this weekend. I saw because they showed it. All right, yeah, Yeah. fantastic film, isn't it? I'm a newcomer in the business, so (laughs) yeah, it's too old. What's it? What's that from? You know? Oh, 80s? No, uh, maybe I think it's early 90s because then he went on to do uh, Father and Daughter, which won him the Oscar. Mm. Have you seen that one? No. That's that's a really lovely <laughs> film. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so he was my yeah. he was one of my teachers at my animation school. So uh, oh. he's very uh, he's he's brilliant, really. He's acclaimed. He is. Yes. As are you. <laughs> yeah. For uh, the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what have you been up to this week? 
Um, a lot, really. Just been animating. We started animation production, so we've been seeing if we can fit eight seconds in a day. Uh, <laughs> and it's been pretty tight. And, yeah. um, well, we'll see. It's yeah. a good thing that you're actually starting out with eight seconds a day, because, uh, you know, what's it going to be in the end? Ten seconds? Twelve seconds a day? I think so, yeah. yeah. I think, I think you know, you're going to have to... You'll, you'll get busy shots, and then you'll get easy shots. Yeah. So the easy shots... Just knock them out in a half an hour. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Supposed to compared to American. If there's any anybody listening into in America, I mean, we we do feature films here about six seven seconds a day, don't we? Oh yeah. Depending on the budgets. Yeah. <clears throat> it's uh, kind of crazy. Yeah, it was interesting in the Cat in Paris because we had the they were frame by frame, so they were one of the animators and the composer were talking about the film and the budget and they had 4.8 million euros mm-hmm. and if we had that sort of budget here mm-hmm. you know, we would we would be in work we'd be making that film for over four years yeah so our budgets are about two million euros aren't they it's nothing yeah no it's yeah and less yeah exactly sometimes yeah. less the last movie I worked on was uh, far less than that it was it was yeah it was nothing wasn't it yeah it was like one one million euros yeah for the production yeah I think 14 uh, was it 48 million I think that was included uh, including um, uh, advertising and you know yeah our our budgets were included in that as well yeah but this is uh, France and you know it's quite a lot bigger than Norway isn't it like when it comes to uh, the number of cinemas and yeah yeah he said they had to make 200 copies and that was considered very low yeah. So that's so, really yeah, below here. He said to us, "It's coming to Norway as well. It's going to get a cinematic release in Norway." So uh, that's good. Those pe- people who missed it on Saturday can see it in the cinemas, which is good. Yeah, it's kind of strange that we know that the Cat in Paris is going to have a cinematic release, and the illusionist is very uncertain. No one seems to know. I know it's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Never mind. Yeah. I've been doing next to nothing, just working on my own stuff, my website that I told you about next last time, and um, yeah, that's it really. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> so yeah, living large. <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, and of course there's the the uh, the elusive Mister Overly, Overly, Overly. Oh yeah, Morton. Morton. You know where yeah. he's at this month? Have you heard anything from him? Because he. Oh, I've, got, I've got another postcard. Oh, another one. That's I'll read great. it. I, I think it's uh, great that he keeps us informed. I know. He, sometimes he forgets where he's been, so this is good for him to know. Yeah. But uh, definitely. Hang on. His handwriting is getting harder and harder <laughs> to, to, to cipher. Okay. But I try. Hi, guys. I'm on the 489th island of the trip across the Hebrides. Wow. Where the hell I is am, that? It's a, it's a group of islands in Scotland. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I... I have met a local boy by the name of Duncan McFudd. He was my, oh right, he was my guide, but we have become very close. And I plan to bring him back to Norway to live with me and my parents. Oh, oh, he loves my stories about karate chops. <laughs> I cannot wait for the ACT team to meet him. Lots of blood and cuddles, Morton and Duncan. Oh, wow, oh, that's that's a nice one, isn't it? Yeah, it's kind of strange that it ends with it's signed by uh, Morton and Duncan. It's like. Uh, <laughs> Did Duncan write the, the letter for him? Is, is this? I don't know. Maybe. Because oh, well, usually, you usually sign your name last, you know. So. 
Yeah, but it's lots of love and cuddles, Morton and Duncan. <laughs> okay, so he'll probably be on the podcast then. Duncan, okay. I hope so, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Let's uh, go on to the, to the news. So, uh, not much happened this uh, these last two weeks, but uh, there was a bit of a, um, what do you call it, um, one of those uh, viral videos, The Pirates yeah. by a Swedish Mindbender. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you know the company, but it's, it's a relatively small company in Sweden that makes really fun commercials. Yeah, so now we've been, we've been looking at their rendering for our show. Oh yeah, because it's yeah. kind of it looks like it's made of uh, clay, but at the same time, it's the the characters are really very um, three dimensional in a different way. You, the, it, yeah, it doesn't look like it's made of clay, the animation wise, but uh, yeah, it looks really sculpted, doesn't it? It's really it looks really, fantastic, really nice. and it's very fun, uh, very fun, a lot of fun animation. So um, I think people should check that out. Yeah, and it's, it, it's really nice. Really, yeah. uh, it's fun as well. But have you seen the other one they did for Cartoon Network? It's lots of little pink creatures. Yeah, we should we should put a link up to their uh, website? Go, if, yeah, if you go, it's mindbender dot uh, mindbender. So it's like M E I N B E D E R dot yeah. com or dot S E actually, uh, and you can see all all of their shorts or commercials. Except from uh, the pirate, which is only available on Vimeo, I think. So, uh, but the link for the video is there. So, my uh, next piece of news is uh, something I've been waiting for because The Incredibles is actually coming out on Blu-ray this uh, week, and uh, it's just my favorite little Pixar movie, and I'd love to see it in high res. Little Pixar movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you seen it? On uh, Blu-ray? Yeah. No, I haven't. I'm actually waiting for Nemo as well, and uh, I'd like to see this, those two on Blu-ray, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see, because I, I have James and the Giant Peach, the uh, Henry Selick film on Blu-ray, yeah. and that's an awful, awful conversion. Yeah. It's it's really poor. Um, they just so go off and look better. I mean, can they re-render the whole re-render the whole film again? <laughs> <laughs> That's not very likely. There's, there's too many layers of compositing uh, that has to be done afterwards. Even with yeah. something like um, you know the uh, Toy Story movies that they re-released in 3D, I don't think they re-rendered that either. Which film? The Toy Story movies. Okay, yeah. They did the re-release in 3D. I think they just, uh, they used the algorithm that uh, pulls out the, the front and the back of the picture and makes it semi-3D. Okay, I got you. Because the, the third one looked way better in 3D than the first and the second one. So, that's that. Yep. Yep. And uh, my news here, for, for some strange reason, uh Winnie the Pooh is being released earlier than U- in Europe than it is in the US or in uh, North America. Wow. So uh, there's, uh, I think it comes out this weekend in Europe. So there's lots of reviews going online of Winnie the Pooh. Uh, they all seem to be kind of favourable towards it. Uh, oh. And this this one on Empire is, uh, you know, is a, is a big British publication, one of the biggest, and they gave it four out of five. So it's um, pretty good. I'm, I'm looking forward to it now. Yeah, good. So I'm pleased. Uh, it's they say it's very short, 
Uh, but it, I it's, think it it's should be a very short. And there's some really nice sequence in it. Yeah, seventy minutes or something. Yeah, the, all the so, all the uh, Winnie the Pooh mov- movies has been short movies, not short, yeah. but pretty short. Well, the, uh, the the Tigger movie they did a few years ago in the nineties or the early two thousand, and the Piglet movie and the Heffalump. They're all really, really charming little films. But the the Heffalump film, I think a lot of it was animated in India or China. Mm. So, uh, well, most of them were. So it, it, it sometimes there was some very strange key drawings or some very strange in betweens. You could see it. So uh, it'd be interesting <laughs> to see the animation in this because they released a clip of some of Eric Goldberg's animation for the rabbit. Yeah. And I, I, I saw some comments on Cartoon Brew. A lot of people were complaining about the poses that they were uh, lots of you know the W shape with the arms. Mm. Um, uh, but I. I tend to disagree. I thought it was really nicely animated. A bit over-animated in places, but it was difficult to, to judge it out of just a, a, sec, a, a minute out of the film. So uh, yeah. you need to watch the whole film. But all so, yeah, these, I'm, I'm, these uh, other movies that came during the 90s, they were all straight-to-video or straight-to-TV movies, weren't they? I think Tigger and... The Piglet movie were... And Heffalump. I think they went into cinema, but not like a, a huge, huge cinematic release. I remember them being released in the cinema in the UK. Mm. Uh, but I think they did reasonably well, but they were made quite... The budgets were quite modest in a way because they uh, they were shipped out to China or yeah. India. In, so, in between, uh, in China? Yeah, I think so, yeah. But then, then they had uh, like the, the art directors and the, the, the animation leads were uh, sort of, a, 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 you know, established in Disney. So... Yeah. Especially the Tigger movie. The Tigger movie is really nicely done. Mm. But I'm so sure these. Uh, I'm sure this one is in between the in Asia too. Don't you think so? I, I, no, I don't think. I think I'm, I've got a feeling it's probably. I haven't seen the credits. We should have a look on IMDb. But I assumed it would. It was animated and in between and assisted here and mm. uh, here in in the US because I heard. Um, or in or in the, or in France. Maybe. They sometimes do that too. Can, if you look through the credits of uh, any of those big Hollywood uh, 2D an- animated projects, you can see a lot of uh, outside US credits, and usually it's like France or you know, somewhere in Europe. Yeah, I think that. But this is part of the John, Lassiter, the John Lasseter uh, 2D Disney, isn't it? It's part of his uh, mm. regroup. So uh, yeah. I, I assume it was all done in America. I have, yeah. yeah. I, I hope it was. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah, and then uh, the other news is so we had the frame by frame, which is uh, frame by frame number nine, which is like a Norwegian uh, day of seminars in animation that I helped organise with Carl and some others. We talked about uh, it last week. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, we just—it was good fun. We saw we saw some interesting stuff. <laughs> yeah, definitely. and. Uh, Folimage, the French company that produced Cat in the Hat, had an interesting talk, but we can talk about that later. So, uh, just say thanks to everyone that came along. Yeah, uh, I thought it was, it was really a- great. A lot of uh, people were there that usually don't show up at stuff at you know uh, things like that. And um, uh, I thought just uh, the organizing was great because uh, we got all the breaks that was scheduled. Usually, you you people talk way into the to the um, a lot of time they have. Yeah, yeah. 
and outside their time slot and that kind of screws up the, the screws up the, the break you're supposed to have and then you have to sit there for like four or five hours in in a row and that that yeah. can be tiresome but this yeah, was just perfect be. and we had we were the great thing is we were allowed to watch the illusionist because uh, illusionist had a the pre- or like an oslo premiere anyway mm-hmm. so we were allowed to we were allowed to have beers whilst we watched the illusionist which yeah. was great yeah so, uh, that was good. That was the highlight of the day for me. <laughs> yeah. So definitely. Yeah. So maybe maybe we should just move on to um, the films, the classic movie of the week. Yeah. Or the classic uh, movies. Uh, yeah. First, let's hear a clip from the trailer of uh, a cat in Paris. In view to chat. Yeah. <laughs> C'est ça, fais ton malin. Je sais à qui tu penses en ce moment. Je ne connais pas de chose plus triste que d'avoir perdu son papa. Nous devons continuer à vivre sans lui. Bonjour, commissaire. Votre attention, s'il vous plaît. Victor Costa. C'est celui qui a tiré sur ton papa. Mais tu sais, bientôt je l'attraperai. Ça, je te le promets. Yep, so this is uh, directed by Jean-Luc... Oh, good lord. Philly uh, Colley and Alan... <laughs> Gagnol, yeah. <laughs> Gagnol. Uh, yeah. Uh, Let's just revert uh, to the uh, to the U.S. English when we have trouble. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. With names. Yeah. So the, the tagline of this film is a thrilling mystery that un- unfurls in the alleys and on the rooftops of the French capital, Paris, over the course of one adventurous evening. Um, and this got a six point eight on IMDb. So I think that's a fair rating, I suppose. But uh, yeah, I, I, this, well, uh, uh, if you compare, uh, usually if you compare uh, if you compare animated movies to uh, just normal movies, live action movies, uh, animated movies usually have a higher rating, and I think this deserves to have a higher rating than six point than six point eight. If you compare, yeah, it to, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it was this. fairly brilliant. It was something that I haven't yeah. seen before. I remember where it, because it was one of the first films to show. I mean, I was as I was organising, I was a bit tired when I got there, and I, and then the, the, the style is very graphic. As the directors themselves, of kind of graphic artists themselves, they love certain comic art, and and there, a lot of their inspirations were from Matisse and Picasso. So they, you know, it's yeah. very stylized work. Um, but it's very fully animated. Yeah, it took it took me a few minutes to sort of warm to the style, but mm-hmm. but after a while, you started to really really appreciate the art in it, and it was it was it was done really really well. So it was it was a real surprise for me. Mm-hmm. I, I thought I thought it was going to the pacing was going to be a bit off, you know how it is with some foreign films, and uh, uh, but it, it, it was it was it was really well directed and really nicely choreographed, and there's some really nice touches in the animation and lots of detail, really nicely done. Yeah, it felt felt nice and and sort of tight the whole story. Uh, there wasn't much uh, 
well, they were always focusing on the story. Uh, I, I don't know how long the movie was, like one, one thirty maybe. Uh, I think it. Uh, yeah, I think it was just under. I think. Yeah. It, it didn't feel too long. It was just, no, it just was right. Yeah. Just right. Yeah. It's sort of a sweet story of a little girl, and that she's um, she's uh, deaf or something. No, she's uh, well. No, the, her father had died, so she was in a sort of a state of sh- yeah, yeah, sort of yeah, in a shock, I suppose, and she wasn't talking to her mother, who happened to be a, a police, a chief of police, yeah, who was who was trying to find the man who had killed her husband and. Yeah. Her father, who who was a criminal himself, so this was a film for children, and mm. they mentioned in their talk how difficult it was to get the script right because they had three opportunities to. <laughs> they, were, they were they were applying for sort of state funding, weren't yeah. they, or, or funding? They had to rewrite the the script completely from the bottom up uh, three yeah. times, which and, seems uh, crazy to me. And the last time yeah, they I mean, they didn't get money the last time, and they just decided to get uh, private funding private for the own, for yeah. the whole movie. Because they're given you're given a third chance, you get three chances, yeah. and if it's still a nail, the third chance, that's it. You can't do it anymore. Yeah, um, I think uh, they were so just. They said it, they were just sick of remaking the the same movie or trying yeah, to come up with new ideas. Yeah, it was. It was a really interesting talk, and then they, they, as they said, the budget was small for the type of production, and mm-hmm. uh, they were doing. It was two D animated, so they were doing. He said the, the the animator there, Morton, said they were doing three seconds a day, yeah, in two D, which is a lot. Mm, but it is. Uh, yeah. the layouts were sort of keyed, so they didn't have to sort of think about uh, layout or uh, sort of in betweens or, or key drawings because most of that was done. Yeah, he said they just sort of in between the the storyboard, the layouts. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the layouts. Right. Yeah, but uh, but still, there was there was an awful lot of effort into it because after they'd finished that, it had this lovely uh, charcoal effect over the over the drawings that they were always yes. uh, moving, yeah. and and that technique itself was in, was was a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, but it's 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 really lovely colours in it and. Uh, Really, not not a. It was a film for children, but uh, I think it's for older children. But I, I could see my daughter, who's six, she would enjoy this. Yeah, and, uh, I enjoyed it. It wasn't predictable at all. I didn't know where it was going, no. and I uh, and I really enjoyed that. It wasn't conventional, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it, it deserves more praise, I think, because I'd never heard of it until we started organizing for them to come over and talk about it so yeah. but they, they've uh, been doing a great job because it's, it's getting a cinematic release in Norway and most movies don't get that opportunity no slowly slowly it's getting recognition uh, but uh, it's it's from last year isn't it 2010 yeah I think so yeah yeah late 2010 maybe yeah uh, we should mention the the music too because the uh, composer was there. Serge, wasn't he? Serge, Serge. Yeah, who yeah. was who was one of the uh, co-founders of uh, the oh, yeah. studio. Yeah, yeah, the studio. Um, and that's some of the most brilliant music I've heard in the movie. He he was yeah. fantastic. Yeah, he was brilliant. He yeah, was, he was, and he he he. Uh, I uh, you know he only works in animation, doesn't he? He loves yeah. working for it. So that was that's what it does. 
And I, he does everything on his computer first. I think this is fairly uh, standard now. But he, he he makes the whole score on his computer in uh you know in Logic, or yeah. whatever. And um, and then he goes in and records the whole thing with the full symphony orchestra. Yeah, and then he also said about the director giving him a shot, and then he plays instinctively over the music to see what feeling he gets. Yeah. So it was it was a really interesting technique, you know, with the director behind him. Yeah. Um, I had a chat so, with him afterwards. And he was a really nice guy. He wanted to know where uh, what to buy for uh, on uh, the airport, like what kind of uh, Norwegian um, alcoholic <laughs> beverage would he should he bring back to his family. Did but, you, what did you say? <laughs> <laughs> I told I uh, told him about our hidden secret, uh, um, Akivit. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I think he's going to have some, uh, I don't know what kind of response he'll have, but he, he'll be yeah. surprised. He needs to have rotten fish with it as well. <laughs> it, it's made with the pine needles, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I actually do like it. It's a really nice drink. It is. It's it's nice yeah. to uh, eat with really fat food because you can, like, you know, you can eat, you can eat till you're really full and then you just uh, add some akivit on top of it and it sort sort of burns a hole in your mouth and your <laughs> yeah. and your a- stomach. <laughs> yeah, and then you're able to eat more. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, what, let's see what the next film they produce is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he was a really nice guy. He said he would do an interview with us if we wanted to over Skype. Oh, great! Yeah, I can see. Yeah. That'll be great. We'll see if we can uh, come around to that. He, he's probably yeah. a pretty busy guy, but yeah, yeah. But he's really open, really nice, and, and very Definitely. calm. Yeah, but uh, I really like the movie. We should move on to the next one. But do you want to put a rating on it? Do you have? Yeah, any? I, I, I really, I really liked it, and I'm gonna. I can't wait to get it on the Blu-ray or whatever to to see it mm-hmm. in HD. So I think I'm gonna give it a eight. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I really, I, I really recommend it. So, yeah, I give it an eight too. Yeah, perfect. That's one of our yeah. um, higher rated movies. Yeah, I'm glad <laughs> I saw it. I wouldn't have known about it otherwise. So, uh, no, I'm really pleased. So let's move on to the main attraction of the evening, uh, the main feature. Uh, here's a clip from uh, the Illusionists. <laughs> Continuing our evening of magic, the Royal Luxor is proud to present the Illusionist. Passe les heures, passe son cœur, à Paris comme ailleurs. Passe les jours, passe l'amour, le temps nous joue des tours. Right, uh, the Illusionist, directed by Sylvian Shaw May, with uh, <laughs> which we saw, which we saw in the credits, because we uh, with Paul Dutton, who was the animation director, but uh, in the credits he was down as assistant director. He was, yeah, uh, yeah, as on uh, uh, IMDb. Yeah, yeah, because uh, he. When we interviewed him in November, he said he was the uh, animation director. Mm-hmm. Yep, and he got 7.7 on IMDb. And uh, the, uh, the synopsis of the film is, is uh, 
a French illusionist, finds himself out of work and travels to Scotland, where he meets a young woman. Their ensuing adventure changes both their lives forever. Uh, and of course, people know about this film. It depicts the life of actor, writer and director Jacques Tati. So yeah. uh, it's sort of based on him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, we're all looking forward to this as well, uh, because it's been... Uh, it was on 35mm film as well, so it was a real... That was really nice. Really nice to see it that way. Yeah. Uh, Did Do you know anything about how, how you got the reel for the movie and all that stuff? Because uh, it was... Yeah, it was difficult. It was really difficult, mm-hmm. because there's an ongoing dispute, or not a dispute, but the Norwegian distributor is still trying to find out when it's going to be uh, distributed and uh, they were kind of reluctant for us to have it or show it so mm. there's lots of uh, uh, difficulties with the distributor but uh, but we, we, we managed to get it in the end and uh, I'm so glad you did yeah yeah anyway there was a uh, colleague of us called Maris uh, um, Maris Ma- uh, Marius? The Fred- no the Frederick Star uh uh, Fredrikstad Animation Festival. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, they they really helped us out there. So because they tried to get it for Fredrikstad, but they they ran into the same problems, and it was sort of pulled at the last minute. And uh, so that was they were disappointed then because they had Paul Dutton there. So it would have been great to have had the illusionist and then Paul Dutton talk about it or talk about it before. Yeah, sure. So it, it, yeah, so yeah, it's but. I don't really know the ins and outs of it, but it, it was difficult. And we, at one point, we were going to show it on DVD. That's how close it got to it, which, which we didn't want to do. Oh. <laughs> um, so we're really pleased that we. Would it be we got okay to, for them to let you do that? Well, we, we got the okay from them to do it, but to we show didn't the really DVD? want to do. It. Wow. Yeah, but we didn't really want to do it, you hmm. know. So that's why we were pushing for the film. Yeah. And uh, we got it. Yeah. Yeah. So, fantastic. But uh, what do you think? AI. Hey, should I go first? I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I went, I went first on the other one. Yeah. Oh, that's no, I, I, I really enjoyed this movie. It was just amazing. Uh, I couldn't anticipate how good it was going to be because, you know, I, I never saw the triplets, triplets of Belleville. That's sort of my little dirty secret. Or it's not a yeah. secret anymore, but... Um, Uh, i i have to see it now because i truly enjoyed this movie it's just like the animation is so good you 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 really either it makes you want to start animating like crazy and become like as good as them or you just give up because it's that great (laughs) and and, uh i i really like the subtle storytelling it doesn't have to be uh, like a Hollywood blockbuster uh, movie, like most of those movies we usually see. Yeah. This is more of the uh, French-English tradition that we've seen with uh, some of the movies we reviewed last year. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, it's just uh, fantastic, subtle colors. I like the color palette a lot. I like the, the um, that there's, there's really no... Um, there's no dialogue in the movie except from some. They they uh, sort of uh, what would you call it? They uh, take uh, a language and they. It was just gibberish. That, yeah, gibberish. That really, I, did, I yeah. didn't like it at all. I didn't oh, understand. You didn't like that. No, I didn't understand why they did. I that. thought it, I thought it was humorous because you're not. It doesn't really matter what they say. They just made it sound like they. Uh, it was a parody of the language, and I, yeah. I I found that just it was just nice. 
because then you don't you don't need to have any subtitles. No, I mean that that was it was that, that you have to admire the fact the whole film went through without any any dialogue. It was all done by the acting and the gestures of the characters. So, uh, yeah, and these I mean, characters they're, they're all fantastic. I I think you could see this movie three or four times and and still just. Uh, notice little things in the background. It's like all the uh, all the side characters are animated. When yeah, when you're at that bar in the beginning of the movie, you, there's probably thirty people in the room that's fully animated doing stuff. Yeah, and there was there was one sequence that really stood out for me was when they were in the in the local in in the the, the, the really small bar in Scotland. And yeah, that's what the, I meant. Yeah, that, that was brilliant. That was a really lovely scene, and, and and at the wedding as well, where he first met the English, where he first met the Scotsman, he was drunk. Yeah, and that's probably some of the best drunk animation I've seen. It was uh, <laughs> that, that was that was that was stunning, yeah. really stunning. Yeah, uh, but and it's but, it's very humorous, humorous the whole movie, and it's at the same time it's really sad and it's uh, it's very moving in all the right places and it just uh, keeps you interested and it, and it didn't feel long at all i i see that some people don't think it's too long that's why it's, it only got 7.7 on imdb because you know some people not like that but i thought it was it's, just uh, perfectly paced it was funny because when i uh, i left the cinema i felt really underwhelmed i didn't i really i, I was in I enjoyed the first half an hour. I was completely blown away by the the animation and the style and just uh, the craft. Mm-hmm. And then for me, I didn't feel the story got going, and it, it didn't. Then you, you got used to the visuals of it, so the story needed to take take over. But the story never seemed to go into that second gear. It always seemed to be the same pace. But it is. But then when I left, uh, you know, it was one of those films I couldn't stop thinking about, and uh, I can't wait to see it again. So I thought, well, I don't know what I was expecting, but <laughs> I, uh, I think I gave the, I gave it too much. There was too much expectation from my side. Mm. But when I look back at it now, I, I thought it was, it, it, it didn't need to go into second gear because then the whole film wouldn't have worked. And yeah, exactly. uh, yeah, it, 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 it was the same pace all the way through. And at the end, I, I you know, I, the ending I, I really like now. It, it was a really great ending. Um, not not sad, but it, it was full of optimism at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, I suppose there was a, there was a bit sad, but they, they, none of them were sad where they were going. But it it, it, it was realization from both sides. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's difficult to say where, where I would put this because. Uh, the old lady in the pictures. Have you seen his short film? No, it's, no. It, yeah, it's from. Uh, that's that I saw one of the characters in there. I was watching it when the illusionist, the Tati character, boarded the 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 boat from Calais to go to uh, to Scotland or England. Yeah. And you saw one of the gendarmes there, and that was the the gendarme from the the old lady in the pigeons. So that was a, that was a really nice little uh, cameo. And so uh, after I saw that, then I was looking for other cameos from, you know, Bellevue, the triplets of Bellevue. Uh, but then there was a really good cameo at the end when uh, yeah. he was trying to hide from the girl and he ended up falling into the cinema, which was called Cameo. Mm-hmm. And they were, playing a, they were playing a Jacques Tati film in there. That was, that was uh, a nice little touch. Yeah, it was. Uh, and... And, and uh, we have to say this because we were all discussing it in the bar afterwards. That awful, awful 
camera uh, pan at the end, the camera, the craning shot. Do you remember the top of top of Edinburgh? Oh yeah, yeah, the three D thing. <laughs> that was one of the most bizarre things in the whole film. It, it stood out like a sore thumb. Yeah, it didn't fit in at all. Oh. It was very bizarre, and, and, and as you said, that must have cost them a fortune to have that in. But there was no need for it at all. There was just bang right at the end. It was, like, <laughs> it was like a Michael Bay moment for no reason at all. Yeah, I whispered to you in the cinema like, like that was an expensive shot, <laughs> and it lasted think, for like one and a half seconds, maybe. Yeah, just know, they, I, they built the whole city in three D and did a just a panning around the city. It made, made absolutely yeah. no no sense. <laughs> it didn't, did it? <laughs> so yeah. I, I guess he, he, he I, it could be just um, experimentation. You know, he wanted to try out if it would work or try out uh, combining 2D and 3D because they yeah. used a lot of 3D, uh, like the cars, all the vehicles, the, um, the cars and the boats and everything is, in, is 3D in the movie. Yeah. And you don't really notice it unless you... Uh, Maybe you do, but we knew it before we went and see the movie. And saw the yeah, movie. but you, you, you can see that it's, it's 3D because to draw that old cars or those cars is, uh, is, is it, it's, yeah. it's a lot of work, but it doesn't really add anything to the film. So you can see why it's done in 3D because it can be done quickly and bring atmosphere. Yeah, it's so, like the, yeah. the, the Prince of uh, Egypt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the same, same style that they have there. Uh, but I don't know if they drew on top of it or they uh, just rendered it in in, in a style um, that fitted. But I, I think it, uh, okay. it was the same technique they used in Bellevue Rendezvous. It's the same. There's some, you know, with the bikes and bicycles, and uh, yeah. so I think it's a mixture. It's, it's, uh, but I, I talked to some of the people who said that uh, they didn't like it because they, or they sort of liked it, but it, um, compared to one of those uh, Chuck Tati movie, it was. Uh, just a bleak uh, copy, and but yeah. I, I haven't seen any Chuck Tati movies, and I've started downloading them now. But I <laughs> until I see them, I, I, I don't think I don't think I think that's uh, I think that's an, um, I, th- I don't think that's a fair point to make because it wasn't a Jacques he wasn't he wasn't Jacques Tati it wasn't no. him no. he was another character mm-hmm. who had some of his mannerisms, but it, it was it was a script written by him that his daughter found, hadn't she? And then she gave it, or Sylvain Shawmate wanted to adapt it, so that's what happened. Yeah. So, um... For me, it, 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 it reminded me of, uh, you know, P- Peter Sellers in uh, in Being There. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Chance, or Chance? Yeah, because he was, I think it was a much more human character. That's what it, that's what it felt like. It was, whereas the, the Jacques Tati ones are much more uh, comical. Whereas I think you were, this was more of a, uh, I think you were trying to emphasize with him more, and I, I think that's I think that's wrong, really. Mm-hmm. I think you should just it, it, it's not it's not really a way to to review that film. But I mean, if you if you feel that if you have if you've seen a lot of those Chakrabarti movies and you love them, it it might feel like it's a sort of a copy of. Yeah, we're going in to, to watch the film with the wrong. You're not going to watch a Jacques Tati film at all. <laughs> no, That's even though he, he's credited uh, credited as uh, a writer for the movie. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, hmm. and uh, and interesting, we had rumours about you know the, about what happened on this production that sometimes it was a bit difficult and mm-hmm. he left a long time before, didn't he? And uh, yeah, uh, it was interesting to see uh, that it 
whoever directed it or whoever <laughs> put the film together, it, it, it was, it held itself. So yeah. I, th- I, I think that goes credit to the animators. It doesn't matter if everyone hates each other. It's just <laughs> the end, yeah. pro- end product will uh, conquer if it's good enough to... Yeah, I'm glad it was made. Yeah, definitely. It seems like they had a lot of time uh, to work on each shot because it, it looks absolutely stunning. I've n- never seen animation quite like that. No, it reminded me a lot of, you know, the uh, Disney era around, you know, the 101 Dalmatians and the Jungle Book. Yeah, like the humans, yeah. Yeah, with the Xerox um, era where they were, you know, they were photocopying the rough drawings Mm -hmm. and uh, a quicker way to put them onto cells. So it had that kind of rough quality to it, but the the drawings are so solid. Without having that uh, clear separation that you always have in the, the... The old Disney movies because you have the backgrounds and the foreground is very separated. This, okay, yeah, they, yeah. they, they go more into the environment, the characters. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of the 101 Dalmatians. It was that kind of color, but the colors, the color palette was more pastel, you know, more watercolored. Mm-hmm. And they even had like a watercolored paper effect or like a filter over the whole film. Did you yeah. notice that? Mm-hmm. Which which did bug me at first, but. Uh, um, I don't know why they did that, but I'll take that out. Take that out in the panning shot at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, apart from the panning shot, which I, which I didn't really mind, but it was just, like, unnecessary. Uh, it's uh, kind, there, of, kind uh, of a perfect movie. Yeah, there was, and I've got to say, so many incidental characters in here, like the two... Uh, I, don't know what, I don't know what the politically correct way to say it is. The, uh, can I say... I can't say dwarfs, can I? I said it now. But, uh, <laughs> who, uh, yeah, who run the hotel. I mean, that was just, it wasn't explained. It was just completely incidental. And that's that was so many little touches in there that yeah. were uh, hilarious. And, the uh, the really caricatures, the caricatured faces, they're so detailed and so full of <laughs> yeah. life. It's so much fun to look at the, the faces being animated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, over the top, really. Uh, very fun. Yeah. I I um I should note uh, I should mention that I went online and I searched for a movie and I found this version of the movie that's been um it's it's an animator's cut you can probably find it somewhere on some uh, sketchy sites um <laughs> uh, but it's uh, only one hour and twenty minutes or something like that I don't know how long this was but uh, it's uh, considerably shorter and it could be fun to 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 uh, watch that and see what was uh, taken out. So what is it, like a, an animator's director's cut? Or it's probably a... one of the animators or a couple of the animators that just took the movie and and pulled out all the parts that they didn't like and then they released it uh, under uh, like a, a pseudonym. Okay. Or, yeah. All uh, right, that'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of fun. Uh, I think there's some backstory that there that we, we're not supposed to hear. No, <laughs> but everybody's heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll never know the full truth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or maybe we will. Um, so, uh, anything else you want to add? No, no, that's it. I, 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 I really enjoy it. Yeah. Really, uh, really, uh, you know, the Cats in Paris and the Illusionist, it was interesting to see, but out of the two films we saw that day, I'd admired the Illusionist, but I enjoy the Cat in Paris more. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I don't know why, but they were. It was great to see two, two two D films with complete contrasting <laughs> stars. It was yeah. it was really and really great. great. 
Yeah, both great films, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Uh, but I'll give this one an 8 as well. Yeah, I'm going yeah. uh, to give it a 10. Wow, right. <laughs> My first 10. So what's that, a 9? That's a 9, yeah, yeah, all combined. If I, 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 I don't know, we were usually three people reviewing, so... Uh, if I gave it a nine, it would be a nine either way, wouldn't it? Because we would round it up, or would we round it down? I don't know. Uh, maybe if if Carl or Morrison gave it a two, yeah. but I, I, <laughs> I know they both enjoyed it, so uh, yeah, I don't think it'd be that low. No, but wow, it's, it's a ten. So, so that's um, that's a nine. So that's all combined. Well done. Yeah. So what's for next week? Uh, you think we should review uh, Song of the South? Yeah, we can try. <laughs> Yet again. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think I can remember it now. It's such a long time since I saw it. But, uh, <laughs> no. uh, let's try that for next week. Unless I mean, something only, more interesting. Uh, there's it. only 30 minutes of animation in that film, isn't there? There's not that much in there. No, no. No, so, uh, there's, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I guess it's time for a roundup. Uh, follow us on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash ACP News. And you can visit our swag shop where you can get your ACP branded t shirts, mugs, and bunny rabbits. Yep, and send your tips, feedback to feedback at animationconversation.com. And then the show notes will have the links to the news this week. Uh, and that will be on animationconversation.com. Yeah. And, uh, and thanks for the comments we've had for the last few days. They've been. Uh, helpful and encouraging it's nice to know that people listen so yeah shout out to patrick he always seems to comment yeah he's he's a nice uh he's a, he seems like a nice guy and very knowledgeable yeah i know he always corrects us though yeah he does <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah uh, that's it for this week's animation conversation why but well, why weekly well we're trying to do it <laughs> weekly aren't we now well yeah we'll try yeah so it's yeah why Beakley podcast um, <laughs> <laughs> until next time have fun and animate yeah <sighs>